Welcome to Living Loved and Free with Carol G, a podcast sponsored by Pathway for career-focused, high-achieving Christian women who desire true love and the freedom to be who God created you to be. I am Carol Griffiths, your Kingdom Life Coach and Freedom Guide, and I am excited to share practical strategies to help you thrive in your kingdom-focused life. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? We are here for another episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G. Woohoo! If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here listening. And if this is not your first time, if you have been here once, twice, or three times, Listen to me. Give yourself a round of applause. Woohoo! I'm so excited to have you back. Return listeners are so exciting. Be sure to share the podcast with your sisters and your friends, the women that you know. Don't be selfish. Don't keep it all to yourself. <laughs> so here we are. And I have some funny stories to share. Oh my goodness. This podcast episode is going to be really good. I'm certain of it because there's so much backstory to it. Um, Today is the actual air date for the podcast, as you may know by now I air the podcast episodes on Saturdays and I'm actually recording this on Saturday this is a first I always record ahead of time however this week has been wild and the funniest thing is that I had the information for the podcast from Tuesday like God gave me the podcast title on Tuesday because of something that I was living out. And he's like, yeah, this is the next episode. This is what you're going to share for the next episode. And I'm like, oh, cool. So Wednesday, I wrote it all out. Like, okay, this is what you want me to share. Okay, great. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to record now. And he's like, no, I, I heard no, right? So I was like, no. And he's like, no. So I was like, okay, I'll wait. So I did not record on Wednesday. Thursday, I got up and I felt sick. And so I could not do anything Thursday. And Friday, I was still sick. I could not do anything on Friday. I was like horizontal Thursday and Friday right? And I'm like, oh my goodness, I have not recorded the podcast as yet. And so ladies, can I tell you that I was beating myself up. I was beating myself up and I was like, Carol, you should have done it when you had time. You should have done it earlier in the week. That was not God telling you not to do it. That was you procrastinating, waiting for things to be perfect. And I was like, oh my goodness, oh, I feel so bad. Oh, what am I gonna do? And so I fell asleep last night, medicated, thinking 
I may have to like use an old something that I did previously and put it on as the podcast. But I was like, huh, I didn't get a piece about that. I'm going to go to sleep. God, could you wake me up like three, four o'clock in the morning when it's quiet in the neighborhood so that I could record the episode so it can still be out early in the morning. And I said, I'm going to trust you. If you want me to record this, you'll wake me up. I woke up at seven. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, I still have not recorded the episode. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. I feel better. So I told my husband that I'm going to record. I'll be unavailable for a bit. And I came to the area where I plan to record. And there, the neighborhood is fully awake. It's a Saturday morning in a urban neighborhood. (laughs) And there are cars. There are loud cars driving past and there are people pulling up to the neighbors with their music blaring and I'm like oh my goodness the dogs are barking like there is just a full neighborhood effect going on and I'm sitting and I'm waiting for some silence and I'm praying and I'm like God what do I do I think I'm gonna have to forfeit or wait until later in the day. And I'm like, but it's a Saturday. So when within this day, will it get better? And as I'm plotting my cancellation of this episode being recorded and released today and saying, I'm just going to give myself grace. God reminds me of the title for this podcast episode. And he's like, So you want things to be perfect, huh? (laughs) And I'm like, yes, I do want things to be perfect. And he's like, hmm, really? (laughs) And so, of course, I caught his humor and I'm like, okay, okay. It's 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 an episode about perfectionism. And all right, I get it. I get it. And so, friends, let me tell you, I was like, all right. I'm just going to do what I got to do because God wants excellence, not perfection. And, you know, my, my software allows me to minimize background noises. So I'm like, I'm just going to work it. I'm just going to work it. I'm going to do what I got to do because I have a commitment. I've made a commitment to release an episode on Saturdays. God and his gracious mercy heals me very quickly of this cold and I'm able to talk. I, my nose is dried up. And so I'm like, you know, there's really no reason. I cannot let external things that I have no control over stop me from honoring my commitment. And so here I am, I am recording. And this is the episode episode three, God loves the perfectionist. (laughs) And it was like, he knew that this would be so much richer today after fighting the cold and doing, dealing with other things this past week to be able to record this after 
I had gone through some turbulence and after wanting to quit because the environment was not ideal, the environment is not what I'm used to recording in, right? And so that's what we're doing today. We're going to be looking at God's love for the perfectionist. So today I am talking about God's love for the perfectionist. That's the title of this episode that God gave me on Tuesday. And he wants me to share his love for us perfectionists, us recovering perfectionists, right? And perfectionists tend to have two BFFs, the performers and the pretenders. And sometimes a perfectionist is, oftentimes a perfectionist is also a performer and or a pretender. So just for context, when I'm talking about perfectionists, I'm talking about those who have no room for error, which leads to being controlling. And at the root of it is really fair, fair of looking foolish, fair of being um, rejected, fair of failure. So perfectionists do not have room they do not have capacity for for error they they get really um bent out of shape when things are not perfect when there are mistakes when there are flaws perfectionists tend to be controlling that's how i used to be and then you also have the performers performers think that they have to perform to earn love acceptance or approval right? And so they're always working. They're always doing for people because they believe that if they don't do, then people won't love them, won't accept them. And you have the pretenders. Now, when I first heard the word pretender, I was thinking like people who were, who like are very pretentious, like fake people, like they're pretending to be more higher class than than they really are or richer than they really are you know those type of people and they are pretenders as well however god highlighted you know those of us that pretend to have it all together those of us that give off this i am strong i am invincible that's also pretending because nobody is a hundred percent strong all the time right and so and he he wants to share his love to shed his love to express his love even more so to those pretenders because he wants you to know that you don't have to be strong all the time right you do not have to be strong all the time and this is the scripture that he has given me for us us perfectionists performers pretenders wherever you are on that spectrum and whether you have recognized that you have these traits and you're moving away from them or you're so steeped in them and you think that's the way to be like that's how you have to be all of us are in this together i used to think that that was the only way to be And God's love rescued me. But even in now knowing that I'm not, I don't need to be a perfectionist and I don't need to be a performer, those traits are so ingrained in me. It is so easy for me to fall back into 
I want to be perfect. I need to perform to get people to like me. And so I have to be very intentional to continuously say no, no to perfectionism and no to being a performer and no to even trying to be so strong, pretending that I'm strong and not willing to be vulnerable in front of other people. So this is the scripture that he gave me for us, Matthew 11, 28 to 30. And I'm going to read it and I want you to hear it as coming from your father's heart. Matthew 11, 28 to 30, Amplified. Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. I could end the podcast right there. That is so good. Like I just reading those words give me so much peace and that's where God wants us to live. He doesn't want us to live from this place of I have to continuously do and do and give and give. Like he's like, no, that's not me. That's not me at all. And all this week he has been showing me this, right? For the past months, he's been showing me this rest. A lot of women, professional, high-achieving women, they're getting this word, they're ignoring this word, and it keeps coming back. Rest, rest, rest. God is saying to rest. And we think that rest is do nothing. But rest does not mean do nothing. Rest means trust that God has everything covered, right? Rest Sabbath rest is a state of mind more than it is a day of the week. And it comes from the place of God has done everything. Everything that I need is available for me. God knows that there are 24 hours in the day. God knows that I need sleep to replenish my body. God knows everything pertaining to you, past, present, and future. Therefore, there's no need for us to work sun up to sundown, sun up to sundown, and not rest. It's no need for us to keep going and going and going. Work, children, cook, clean husband, church, like, no, if you feel overwhelmed, you are doing more than God requires you to do. If you feel overwhelmed, you are doing more than God requires you to do. Earlier in the week, I was, I was writing, I journal for my devotions. I journal my responses that's how God and I talk we meet God and I meet between the lines of my my journal right and so I was writing and I was like 
God, I give myself away. I give myself to you so you can, and if you're familiar with the song, there's a song that says, I give myself away so you can use me. So once I wrote, I give my, I give myself to you, those words from that song came to me as I was about to finish it, like to write it. And Holy Spirit stopped me and he said, no, write this. And instead of saying, so you could use me, I wrote what Holy Spirit said, which was, so you can love me. God, I give myself to you so you can love me. And I looked at it and I was like, huh. And he said, Carol, I want to love you more than I want to use you. You have to serve, you have to do is what has you wary is what gets you wary that that that's what has you in performance mode and yes i do use my children but it's only it's it's not a burdensome because like like my, and this is when he reminded me of matthew 11 28 to 30. his yoke is easy his burden is light right and so i want you to hear that Give yourself to God today so that he can love you. Receive his love. If you don't do something that people expect you to do, that you're used to doing, whether it's cook three meals a day, wash everybody's clothes, scrub the floors, open up the church, read the intercession, whatever it is that you do that you think you must do or else the world will fall apart, it will not. (laughs) The world will not fall apart if you don't do everything that you always do. It's okay to rest. It is okay to rest so we have already talked about you know the three aspects of perfectionists and i i I call them the bffs before like they're different people but i really believe that a perfectionist is a performer is a pretender like all of those are ingrained in perfectionism those are aspects of being a perfectionist and so we're just gonna and that's why the the title the overall title is God's love for the perfectionist because that performance thing that needing to do and do we want to be perfect at performing because we want people to love us that I am strong I don't need anybody I can do it all on my own we want to see him perfect at life because we don't want people to know that we don't have it all together because somehow vulnerability is 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 painted as a vice and god says no vulnerability is not a vice it's a strength today i want to highlight three things that perfectionism robs us of perfectionism robs us of peace perfectionism robs us of progress perfectionism robs us of fulfilling purpose right and so peace is 
received when we acknowledge, when we acknowledge that God is with us. In God's presence is where we experience peace. And perfectionism normally takes us to a place where we are relying on ourselves. We're not relying on the Holy Spirit within us to help us, to guide us, to show us what to do, how far to go, when to pause, when to take a break. And so if we're in that hustle and grind, gotta make it happen mode, we're ignoring Holy Spirit because Holy Spirit is not the taskmaster with the whip over you saying, do more, work harder. So when we get in that mode, we don't have peace because we are not acknowledging God's presence with us, guiding us. So perfectionism can rob you of peace, which is one of the perks one of the biggest perks of being in the kingdom is the peace that we have with god perfectionism also robs you of progress about maybe two years ago i was reading this book by shea bynes grace over grind and in it it says the pursuit for clarity prior to operating in obedience will stagnate your progress because clarity often comes in your movement. So if clarity comes in movement, but you are allowing perfectionism to cause you not to want to move until you have everything figured out, you're not going to make progress. And I have experienced that so many times, especially on my entrepreneurial journey, because, you know, being a planner and I like to have things organized and I'm a recovering control freak, right? And so I want to cross all my T's and dot all my I's because that's what we're trained to do. The world tells us that you got to come out banging, right? And so wanting everything to be just right can cause you to not move forward because things aren't just right but there are things that you're not going to find out you're not going to get clarity on a lot of things especially when you're blazing new trails right when you're doing something when you're doing something with god god does not give you all the details up front he does not if you are trying to do something with god and you want all of the information before you move, you will not move because he is not going to give you all of the information. He just doesn't. And because that's where faith comes in. That's the whole thing of the faith journey, moving when you don't see everything. Because you trust me, you trust the one that's telling you to move. And even with this podcast, I saw that because, you know, as I was planning this podcast and I came on board with this with God and I was like, you know, I think I like to study the word and the word is so pertinent and I want people to know that God's word is still relevant. Yes, we're in the 21st century, but God's word is still relevant. We have to, we cannot fall for the lie that it doesn't pertain to now. It is still truth. It was true when it was written. It's true today. It will always be 
true, the principles contained in the Bible are still relevant. And so I thought that I was coming to do like biblical exegesis to let women know like this is what the word says and let's peel back this scripture and that's what the podcast was going to be like that's really what I thought and just this just since I recorded the second episode was when God like gave me more clarity on what we're doing moving forward right he said No, I'm not looking for you to pretend to be a biblical scholar because you're not. (laughs) And that's, you're not even interested in being a biblical scholar. And I don't need you to pretend like you have it all together. But what I want you to do is give Carol, show them the non-biblical scholar that sits in the word and listens for me to give revelation on how the word pertains to your life. Show them you not having it all together, not pretending to be 100% sure of yourself. Show them your imperfect self. And he was like, because when you do that, you let them see me loving you just as you are. And you let me shine through you even with your flaws. God will shine through me with my flaws. God shines through you with your flaws. And so I now realize that, you know, a big part of Living Loved and Free with Carol G is showing high achieving, career focused Christian women that you do not have to be perfect. You do not have to pretend to have it all together to be invincible. And you do not have to perform to get people to love you, respect you, admire you, accept you. Just be you and the real people. The real people who are for you will love you as you. Because you're special as you. Because God created you as you. And God doesn't make mess. So if he created you the way you are, he created you the way you are for a reason. So be who you are. So do not let perfectionism rob you of progress because it's only as you make steps forward will you get more instructions from God. You have to move forward. And the third thing is perfectionism robs you of fulfilling purpose. Our chief purpose as kingdom citizens is to glorify God, period. That's our number one purpose. How you do it is determined by how you're wired, the season you're in, all that good stuff, your assignment, your mandate, whatever you want to call it. But the primary purpose that we exist is to glorify God, And we glorify God by being who he created us to be, not a fake version of who he created us to be. We glorify God when we obey him. And if we're waiting around to be perfect, we're not glorifying God. We're trying to glorify ourselves. So perfectionism is an attempt Even though we may say, oh, I want to do things perfectly for the Lord, lies. Because God has not told you to do it perfectly. God has told you to do it 
do your best, do it with excellence. So, because God knows that you're human and you are not perfect. You have flaws, you have imperfections, you're gonna make mistakes, and he is a God of love and grace and mercy, so he is not going to cast you aside because you made a mistake. A human may, but God does not. God says, come, come, here I am. I haven't moved, my arms are open. So when you hold on to perfectionism, perfectionism robs you of fulfilling the purpose of glorifying God. You're so busy wanting it to look good because you want, because your name attached to it. And God is saying, my name is attached to you. Rest, let go of perfectionism. Let go of pretending that everything is okay. Fall apart. Let me put you back together. It's okay. The world will still be here when you get back up, stronger with me. So that is the message for today. God loves the perfectionist. And in his infinite love for you, he's telling you to stop trying to be perfect just be you just be you your shortcomings are what keep you humble your weaknesses are what keep you leaning on his strength your fears are what make you having to come back to him and renew your faith in him it's not about you it's not about your glory it is about God and his love and his glory. Perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love is God. God is perfect. God's perfection in you, in your humanity, makes all things beautiful. So my sisters in Christ, my friends, listen, listen, as I sit here in these imperfect recording conditions. <laughs> I have made it through to the end of recording episode three as I have made peace with the fact that this episode was not ready at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is the time that I like to release the episode. It's okay, because it's done. It's Saturday, it's done. And you're going to get it when you get it. And I know that God has women, even men maybe, that he wants to hear this episode. And you will hear it when it is for you to hear it. And it may not even be this year, right? And so I'm glad that I stepped out of my own way, did not give in to the perfectionist trying to tell me things ain't right so don't even bother don't even try you know I am living loved and free and as I break free <laughs> I share my freedom strategies with you this loved and free community because that's really what God wants God wants us to know that he loves us unconditionally 
flaws and all, and that we are free to be who he created us to be. So until next time, you live loved and free. God bless you. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G. Brought to you by Pathway, where we guide women to love and freedom. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate, like, or leave a comment with your feedback in your podcast app. Or send us an email with your thoughts or questions at info at pathwayteam242.org. We also invite you to join our email community at pathwayteam242.org. And be sure to connect with Pathway or Carol Griffiths on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. All our links are in the show notes. I am Carol Griffiths, your Kingdom Life Coach and Freedom Guide. Until next time, remember that you are free to be who God created you to be.